Hey everyone, welcome to the Balanced Dietitian Podcast. I am your host, Marie-Pierre, and for all my English friends out there, you can call me Marie. I am a registered dietitian with a background in psychology. My passion in life is to help individuals heal their relationship with food and their bodies. If you're tired of dieting and tired of restriction, you are at the right place. I'm hoping that this podcast will help and support you as you heal your own relationship with food and your body and give you the tools, the resources, and the knowledge that you need to finally ditch the diets. Every week, you will be hearing from guest experts and myself on all things food, body, and mind. I am so happy that you're here and I cannot wait to support you on your journey. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Balanced Dietitian Podcast. I hope that you are doing so wonderful today. Man, we are already at the end of May. It was my birthday last week. I actually ended up taking the week off because that's the person that I am. Um, I like to celebrate myself for the whole week. I grew up with a very large family. So I have eight siblings. No, that's not true. I have seven siblings. We are eight in total. So I don't know if that's why I love my birthday so much because the household was always so busy that it just felt so good to have that one day where it was all about me. (laughs) So nowadays I'm like 31 now years old and I just adore my birthday. I love to spend the day doing things that I like, things that nurture my soul, things that are just like, I don't know, fun and joyful and all of the things. So it was really nice to be able to disconnect last week and just kind of like take a step back for a moment. I find that when I do that, I always come up with all of these different ideas and things that I want to share with you on the podcast. I feel like I get all of my best inspiration when I'm like out in nature, just kind of like connecting with myself, I guess. Once I get a break, once I like get off social media, I just feel so inspired to be able to come back to the podcast and share with you. So that is what I'm doing today. I wanted to talk about something that I thought a lot about. And part of this conversation came from the folks inside the Balance program when we talked about like the food freedom pyramid and the steps that we take in terms of like healing our relationship with food. And one of the things that we've talked about was this idea of like having a nutrition foundation. And I wanted to talk about that with you today because I think it's such an important topic. And I think it's something that is kind of misunderstood when it comes to being anti-diet. There is a lot of speculations or myths, I should say, around being anti-diet, such as you no longer care for your health, food is no longer important, or you're like anti-science and you don't realize that food has an impact and blah, 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 blah. That is not true, right? Like being anti-diet does not mean anti-science, does not mean anti-health. Like it doesn't mean any of these things. We have bodies of evidence that show us that diets do not work. Restriction does not work. Using shame as a motivator also does not work long-term. When I think about being anti-diet, I think about actually being very pro-science. I think about being very pro-person as a human. I think about being very value-aligned and really supportive in the person as a whole. And I think about, you know, making systemic change, changing the system that we live in so it can support everybody. The truth is that there's like a lot of stigma in our society. There's a lot of fat phobia in diet culture and being anti-diet is part of that movement because I believe that every human 
deserves to have proper care, deserves to get like the knowledge that they need, deserves to be in a place where they can take care of themselves. No matter who you are, no matter the size of your body, like I really do believe that all bodies are truly good bodies and that we get to take care of ourselves no matter where we're at. And that to me is what like this piece of being anti-diet means. I'm a dietitian by trade. I do realize that nutrition plays a part in our overall health. I do realize that nutrition plays an important part for many of us because we are humans living on planet earth. Your human body needs quite a lot of food every day, multiple times a day for the rest of your life. So food (laughs) matters and we're approaching it very differently, right? We're approaching it from, again, this piece of permission, trust. We want to approach food, not from a place of restriction and control because you don't need to be controlled or restricted. You don't need any of that. You may need to trust yourself a little bit more. We may need to work on our self-trust tank and really get back to connecting with your body. And this is why I think it's important for us to talk about what is that nutrition foundation? What does that actually look like? I really believe that just focusing on like allowing all foods to fit is not enough. Permission to eat is amazing. We need it. We need permission to eat. And it's not enough to have a good relationship with food. It just isn't. Because if you have had a relationship with food that has been difficult, that has been a struggle for many, many years, just telling yourself that you can eat all foods and giving yourself permission may not actually change the beliefs, the thoughts, the emotions that we have behind food, and may not actually change the behavior that we have either. Are you an emotional eater? If so, you're not going to want to miss this. I'm going to be hosting a free workshop, May 23rd to 25th on emotional eating. You're going to learn my best strategies to start identifying emotions, identifying your triggers, and learn to manage your emotions with kindness. If you are interested in learning more about emotional eating from an anti-diet and shame-free perspective, you can join me by going to www.thebalancepractice.com forward slash workshop. All right, I'll see you there. In my practice and with the folks that I support through the Balance Program, we really want to take that step-by-step approach to building that nutrition foundation and then always adding that permission to eat and knowing that all food fits and like really working on that self-trust so you can truly feel empowered, right? There's a pretty big difference from just like, oh, I'm gathering the information of like, okay, I need to allow all foods to fit to actually getting to a place where you can believe and embody it, right? It's not as simple (laughs) as just letting all foods fit. So what do we think about when we think about this nutrition foundation? The first thing, always, forever, putting my dietitian hat on, is that we need to make sure that your body is currently getting enough energy to sustain its needs. As long as you're not meeting your needs on a consistent basis, everything else doesn't truly matter, right? Like eating enough is truly that first step. I honestly don't even care much about like any type of micronutrient at this part or like getting your vitamins or having variety or eating slowly and chewing your foods. Like all of those things truly don't matter if you don't eat enough. Because if you don't eat enough and you feel restricted and your body feels restricted, like it's traumatic on the body. And I know we've talked about this in multiple different episodes, but restriction 
infection is traumatic to our physical body because our physical body needs food. And when we don't have enough food and we're not meeting our needs, our body doesn't know what's happening. Like our body is literally like, oh my goodness, is there like a lack of food in the universe and I'm going to die, right? Like it's truly how we see any type of restriction and our body can start feeling very unsafe. And that can lead to like more food cravings and food obsession and very low energy and low metabolism. Like all of this food restriction can lead both on a physical and mental perspective to just lower health outcomes in general, but also like, it just doesn't feel good. And then it can lead us into that cycle of like under eating to overeating and like back and forth all of the time. Right. So number one is really that piece of like understanding your own body. What does your body need? What does that need look like? How much is enough for you? <laughs> it may sound like simple, but I truly think that that's one of the hardest part because you've probably been told and you probably believe that your body needs like very little food. Not eating enough was a badge of honor. Being hungry was a badge of honor. Following a restrictive meal plan to the T was a badge of honor, right? So now when we're doing this work and we're like, all right, we need to make sure that we are eating enough and nourishing our body, it's actually quite complex because we got to learn again. What does my body truly need? What are my actual needs? And what does that look like? And then after that, we're going to look at like what is on our plate and how are we balancing it out? So I do believe that part of our nutrition foundation is really making sure that we are eating frequently enough and that we're having like a variety of different nutrients. Because if I'm eating things that doesn't really satisfy me, doesn't give my body the different nutrient that it needs, it's going to be a little bit harder for me to find that balance overall. So part of what we do here is really learn like now that I know how much I need, like what types of food do I need? How does that look like? Is there a way for me that I combine these foods to make it more pleasurable for me that work better for me, better for my digestion, better for my system? All of these things to try to like really learn about how I can nourish me to be sure that I feel good, to be sure that I feel okay. And then in this part, we also want to combine all foods. We don't want to be restrictive. We don't want to limit any food. We want to be sure that we include all the fun foods too, right? If in our nutrition foundation, we don't include those fun foods, chances are that we're going to crave them. <laughs> we're going to want them. And we're actually going to keep them on a pedestal in our brain. I personally eat dessert almost every day. Every day, sometimes twice a day, depending how I'm feeling, I'll have something fun in my meals. I mean, all foods is fun, but I'll have like those foods that I tend to crave. And it's not an exception. There's no condition. They just are part of what I eat because I truly enjoy it. And then I move on with my day <laughs> and then nothing bad happens, right? That is kind of like the goal when we think of that nutrition foundation is being able to mix the foods that we love, the foods that nourish our body, thinking about how we want to feel, really thinking about the relationship we have with the food, the emotion that it can bring. So we really want to mix this. In intuitive eating, Elise Rich, she wrote something along the lines of like, intuitive eating is like the perfect combination between thought, intuition, and emotion. And to me, that's like exactly it, right? Like our nutrition foundation will mix like our brain hunger, our mouth hunger, our emotional hunger, our physical hunger, like we are allowing all of these pieces to fit and we are doing it in a way that's personalized for us, right? So I understand what my body needs and I get to take care of my body. And if we can mix this foundation of like eating enough, eating frequently enough, 
having the different variety, having the balance for you. Then the rest of the work to heal your relationship with food becomes a little bit easier. I really believe that if we can get to this piece first or in combination with the rest of the work, it is really supportive for us. These are literally some of the steps that I take with my clients because if we try to work on all the beliefs, the thoughts, the emotion behind food, but I'm still under eating, it's going to be so difficult because my brain is going to continue to like maybe obsess about certain foods or have more food cravings. And like, it is going to feel a lot heavier. Your nutrition foundation matters. I do want to say here that this is not a new set of rules. It's not rigid. It's just really learning and adapting. And it's very much flexible. Like we call it kind of like a flexible structure. Like there is some structure to my day because I need to make sure I'm nourished. Even outside of diet culture, we still need to think about food a little bit, but it's flexible and it's fun and it's light. And that is the goal. And that's what I want for you as well. And then a big part of this too is allowing emotional eating to fit in. And I know for a fact that that part can be really hard. right? Because a lot of us have been taught that eating for nourishment is okay. And like, if you eat for fuel, you're fine, but eating for other reasons may start feeling kind of icky, but emotional eating is actually very normal. All humans do it. And it can be part of our nutrition foundation in a way that feels really good. If you have an icky relationship to maybe emotional eating, or you're like, man, whenever I feel emotional, like I always go for food or when I'm bored at work, like that's what I go to. Or I'm always hanging out around the fridge to kind of figure out what I want when I'm like super emotional and it feels really heavy. I do want to invite you to join my free workshop on May 23rd to 25th, because we're going to talk exactly about that. We're going to talk about emotional eating from an anti-diet perspective. We're going to learn the actual science behind emotional eating. Like how does an emotion trigger craving for food? Like how does that all work? And then how can we manage it differently and change kind of our response and approach to it? I believe that We are all emotional eaters and we continue to be emotional eaters. However, what we know is that chronic dieters tend to be more at risk of being emotional eaters and have a negative relationship to emotional eating. So that's what we want to change, right? We want to change the narrative and we want to feel more empowered with the relationship that we have with emotional eating, knowing that the goal is not to never eat emotionally again, but instead feel more empowered in that relationship. So if you're interested, you can go to thebalancepractice.com forward slash workshop and join me. We're going to teach over three days live and you're going to be able to ask me all of your questions, which is really exciting. So I hope to see you there. All right, my friend. So on that note, I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that it was like supportive for you. If you have any question about Nutrition Foundation, let me know and we can talk about it because this is part of what I really love about my work, mixing the nutrition science with all of this and knowing how to just take care of our bodies. And oftentimes that's a lot more food than what we think. (laughs) All right. On that note, my friend, I hope that you have the most wonderful day. Enjoy your week and I will catch you in the next episode next week. 